Hey guys, Jane P. Wright here, and I have a serious question. Now, this does not does not apply to all men, but I need some responses from men. I really want to get into your head. So this is what I'm what I'm curious about. Why is it that when a man isn't ready to be in a relationship with a woman, he still acts and does things? that makes her think that they are either progressing towards a relationship or that they are together. You have men who say things like, I'm not ready. I'm not mature enough. I'm not ready to settle down. I still have some things in me that I need to get out, but I don't want to lose her to anyone else. I recognize that she is a catch, that she is a good woman, that she possesses the qualities that I would want my spouse, my significant other, my girlfriend, whatever the case may be to have. But they can't get over that fact. They still choose to, you know, use her to a sense. They still choose to uh, manipulate her or fill her mind with false hopes and false promises. And why do we do that? And then on the flip side, women, you know, I want to know from you, why do we accept this or why do we allow this? Because sometimes when we get into these situationships or these things where, you know, the man isn't ready or, you know, he, he doesn't want to settle down or he doesn't want commitment, but he enjoys having you in his life. Sometimes we just accept that and we don't have to, you know, um, if that person isn't ready, then and you feel like you've given them the time to get to know you, to, to learn what they like and dislike about you, to build with you and different things like that, then there shouldn't be any second guessing or questioning. They should know whether, whether they want to be with you or not. And if the answer is no, then they need to let you go. But what we do as women, we sometimes hold on to that idea of this best part of my life with this individual is coming. I can feel it. Look at the things that they say to me. Look at the things that they do. Look how we go out or look how we talk all day or look how we, you know, we're intimate. We make love and different things like that. So it has to be coming soon. I can feel it. So that's what we do as women. And then we look at little signs. Maybe he introduces you to his friends or, you know, uh, he maybe he posts a picture of you on social media, whatever it is. That takes us from zero to 100. We start to really believe that idea that even though he said he wasn't ready for commitment, he's doing all the things. So he must be getting there or it must be coming and this sometimes ruins a woman we can be broken down and the sad part is most of it is our own doing but we can be broken down and ruined and then by the time you know he's ready or by the time we decide we can't do this anymore and we move on we're fucked up you know, we have trust issues and insecurities and self-esteem and confidence. And it's just like, you know, I did all these things that I felt were the right things. You know, I pleased him and I did all these and he still didn't choose me. So there has to be something wrong with me. So you're sitting there and you're just like, man, maybe I'm not as dope as I thought I was. Or, you know, you're picking yourself apart. And that is detrimental to who you are. I've done it. I've done it several times. I've allowed a man to make me think that things were more than what they were. I've allowed I've allowed a man to to mess with my confidence and my self-esteem. 
I've allowed a man to make me think that, you know, I wasn't doing enough or that I needed to compare myself to another type of woman, you know? And that really hurt me. That really hurt my confidence and the essence of who I was because I was I feel like I'm always a pleaser when it comes to my partner so not necessarily to the point where they you know walk over me but to the point where I it is my goal to make you happy and I want to satisfy you so when I get into a relationship that is how I operate I want you to be happy I want to do the things that make you smile that bring you joy that pleasure you I don't have a problem with that because I feel like that's going to be reciprocated to me One of the other things, like I said, that really hurt me and I had to really do a lot of self-discovery, a lot of, you know, self-reflection was allowing my own self to think things to be that they weren't. I went off of gestures and comments and behavior and I I put that in my mind and said, okay, well, he didn't say we were together, but this is my man. Obviously, you know, look at what we do together. We are having sex and we're... We're dating and we're talking and we're sharing our life issues and our problems and our goals and our dreams. You know, why would he do that with me if he didn't want to be with me? You know, so that was my mindset. And when I think back now, when I look back now, that was a little crazy. And I hate to use that word, but, you know, that was a little off. Like, why did I think that because he did certain things that just meant that we weren't together when we never established commitment? That only hurt me. I mean, I literally had days where I, I was so emotional and I cried. You know, I boo cried and I just, I, I was so hard on myself because I kept saying, you know, why can't this person love me like I love them? What What is the problem? Because they say that it's no problem, so now I'm confused. You know, like, why do I feel so strongly about this person if this is not what they've been giving off or giving back to me? Why did I allow my mind to think things and to concoct these ideas and these feelings and these thoughts if the other person didn't feel that way about me that was a rough time for me like I thought I was in love I thought that the person was if I knew that they didn't love me as much as I love them but I, I felt like it was getting there I felt like you know what this is building towards something epic like this person is going to to love me absolutely the way that I need to be loved and the way that I desire. And it, it just didn't work out that way, you know? So when I crave the hugs and the kisses and the, you know, you're beautiful, or I find that sexy, or, you know, just I'm thinking about you things. When I crave that type of attention and I didn't get it, it really started to, to bother me. I was just like, what the hell? So once I did my self-reflection and I figured out, you know, my flaws and I figured out the things that I could do better and I figured out who I was as a person, who I wanted to be and who I wanted the person that came into my life to be, I I got a better perspective, you know? It humbled me. It, It I took my pride out of it and I said, you know, this person never gave me anything other than the truth. I allowed myself to believe that it was something else. But I just think that sometimes um in other situations men will confuse you and they will break you down and they will manipulate you into thinking that it's more than what it is because it's convenient for them they've already established that you're a good person that they want you in their life and all the stuff like that but they're not ready to commit so they see how good you are they see what qualities you have and what you bring to the table and they're like i'll be damned 
if I'm going to let some other man come up and snatch this because this is mine. So, you know, they start to be possessive and they start to feel like they have some type of ownership of you without any type of commitment. They just feel like what they've given you so far is enough because it's enough for them. So when you have the, uh, the thoughts or ideas or you mention about dating other people or, you know, hanging out with people, having different friends of the opposite sex, it bothers them. They think that you are just being promiscuous or whole like behavior, thought behavior, whatever you want to call it. They don't see it as, as for exactly what it is, that you're single and you can do what you want to do. You don't have to, you don't owe this person no explanation. But because they've developed in their mind that you're theirs, um, even though they don't want you fully, you're theirs. So you shouldn't behave and do certain things. And that really screws people up because some of us, like I've done it myself, I've allowed them to, to, to dictate that and then I've gone along with it. I know that I'm single and I still allow a person to make me think that uh, talking to someone else or meeting someone new was wrong when it's not. Why the hell is it wrong? We're not together. You have decided that you didn't want to be in a relationship, which means that you don't get to question my behavior and my activities. And once I became more sure of myself and I understand, I understood what I wanted and what I was willing to put up with and what I wasn't willing to put up with, um, it just helped me deal with things like that better. But what I'm asking for from men is why? Why do you do this? Why do you behave like this? Why is it so hard for you to mature and settle and choose this person when you know it feels right, when you know that it's something that you want? You know, why do we have to play all these games and, you know, uh, screw each other up mentally and, you know, just upset each other or just change ourselves? Because sometimes we, when we accept all those things, we become negative, very negative. We associate this behavior that this person has done to us with everybody else. So when that woman decides to move on and she's like, I had it, I'm done, I had enough, you know, I'm tired of playing games, I'm tired of waiting. The next guy that comes along, we automatically assume that he's going to play the game. He's going to play those games too. He's going to play those games. He's going to screw me over. He's not going to commit and settle, you know, and that may not be the case. So we start to project things that someone else has done to us onto the new person that might be the person that's meant for you. You know, and that's one of the things that I looked at. I said, you know, I told myself that this was the right thing. This felt like the one. This was good. But the reality is that may not have been the case or that might not be the case. Just because it feels good and I like it and all those different things doesn't mean that this is the person that I'm supposed to build and connect with. This is not this may not be the person that I'm supposed to spend the rest of my life with or be my partner, you know. Because sometimes we get caught up in those feelings and emotions and that convinces us that this is this is what we want and this is what you need, even though that may not be the case. So, ladies, the advice that I can give you because I've dealt with it, I'm dealing with it in a sense, or, you know, just make sure that you know who you are and what you bring to the table before you try to, you know, get something out of someone else, before you try to commit or be with someone because... If you don't even know who you are, what are they going to do with that? What they're going to do is they're going to uh, alter you to what they want you to be versus you giving them or presenting yourself as who you are. So you have to continue to work on building a strong self-confidence. You have to continue to build self-worth. 
You have to acknowledge your flaws, um, you know, the issues that you have. You have to learn how to humble yourself and put your pride to the side and and not, you know, expect people to just accept you just because you feel like they should. And I'm telling you that once you you do those things and you continue to work on it and you manifest it, you know, you, you give yourself those affirmations. You tell yourself, I'm beautiful. I'm intelligent. I'm a good catch. And you, you, you know what you bring to the table. You say like financially, I'm secure. Uh, Mentally, I'm strong. I have a, a good education. I'm nurturing. I have those tendencies to be a great mother, a great partner, a great spouse. Once you're able to establish all of that, then you're definitely ready to become whole or, you know, be equally yoked with someone else. But if you have no sense of self or if you're just all over the place, if you're still emotional and granted, we're going to be emotional. We're women and we're emotional. But if you're if you're going to question everything and have doubts and let fear take over, then you're not ready to merge with someone else. And also, you have to be willing to accept that if a man is honest and he tells you that it's not what he wants yet or if it's not what he wants at all or if he's not ready or if he's still worried or getting over things from his past or if he's still you know dealing with his own insecurities doubts and fears you have two choices you can accept that and appreciate that he was honest with you and be a good friend to him and help build him up and you know different things like that or you can cut the ties and get out before the going gets tough or before this person has an opportunity to screw you over or before they just you know you fall too deep and then it doesn't work out so those are your two choices for men my advice to you would be that similar to what i told the women to the ladies you also need to discover yourself and find out what it is that you want are you obsessed with social media and the idea of what the ideal woman is nowadays or do you know the qualities that you want your woman to have you know uh you you know the type of behavior and expectations that you that you want from your partner your spouse your woman and you also have to be mindful that we are emotional and overthinkers so don't give us more than what you're willing to to commit to and deal with and be with so don't try to you know introduce us as your person or you know try to take up spend too much of our time or take too much of you know the time that we could be investing in ourselves or in someone else don't be selfish and if you know that you cannot commit if you know that you do not want to be in a monogamous relationship, if you know that you're not ready to settle down, let her go. Don't hold on to her out of fear that someone else is going to get what you feel like is yours. And you also have to learn how to let go some of that possession because at the end of the day, she isn't yours. She doesn't belong to you. And she could walk into the grocery store and meet a man that sweeps her off her feet, that's ready to love her, be with her, and all those different things. And you have to be willing to accept that. So... This episode was all about how we are changed, how we are, you know, um, losing ourselves and how we can get it back. And I really want you to reflect on that. If you're somebody who manipulates a person, even without even knowing it, you're just so used to doing it. You have to really do your best to try to fix that behavior to be the best possible person that you can be. So for the girl who writes, for those who read, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Um, We have so much more coming. I'm just so excited that, you know, we are still on this journey together, that we're able to talk about real life topics. Coming up next week, every topic, well, actually, I think we'll start this Friday um, for this Friday's episode. Um, Every topic is going to have some type of book, article, or research associated with it. 
So our topic on Friday is domestic violence and relationships, domestic violence and situationships, and, you know, all the facts about it, everything you need to know, prevention, and all those different things. And I'm going to attach some, you know, um, research to that. And I'm also going to have a guest speaker this Friday who can be considered as an expert has 20 years in the game with um, dealing with domestic violence victims, a support, assistance, and education. So I'm so excited that you're still on this journey. I'm glad that you listened to this podcast. Continue to comment, like, favorite. You can find us on Apple Podcasts as well under Jamie P. Writes. Make sure that you're following all our social media web um, outlets. So we have Jamie P. Writes, Jamie Preston on Facebook and Instagram. We also have it on Twitter, on YouTube. And you can also go to jamepwrites.org to learn more about uh, my debut book, When a Good Girl Goes Bad Berkeley Sale, and everything else that I have coming down the pike. Have a good, good day, guys.